This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Live from Nashua, New Hampshire, a two guys smoke shop. What a wonderful, relaxing, comfortable day here in Nashua. We are losing our minds. I'll tell you this, David, my sphincter's tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. Uh, we had an. Uh, um, what, c- cable went down, all kinds of stuff. We're doing a remote here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. If you want to come by and see it, we're exit one off Route 3. And this week we're getting ready for TAA, uh, which is the Tobacconist Association of America. So we're going to smoke their stuff. We'll explain that. And how about this one? Drug screen is really working nowadays not to detect crack cocaine, heroin, or methamphetamines, but to detect nicotine no. found in their cigars. That's what they're doing? How crazy is that? We're going to talk humidors, um, what works, what doesn't, and uh, what's hot, what's not. New cigars, lots of events, and lots going on this week, and lots have happened this morning before we yes, even started. it certainly did. I have a major problem with all monopolies in this world, <laughs> including Comcast, which is a uh, monopoly, and uh, we were down, of course, the last uh, two minutes, three minutes, we, we got back up, everything's going, everything should sound right. Chuck? Yeah, knocking wood. Everything's working. Yes. We have video. We have audio. Everything seems okay. Yeah. Everything seems okay. It's unbelievable. Ten minutes ago, not <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we didn't even have a phone line ten minutes ago. Uh, so we are broadcasting on WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL, where all of you would have been listening to us right now on the WARL feed. 1320 Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio. Manchester, New Hampshire. We're also broadcasting our replay from last week from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 on thecigarstation.com. Day and night, baby, at www.thecigarstation.com. And why just listen when you can actually watch, which you can watch today. Because it works. Because it works. As far as we know. We hope. Well, I've got it on my screen right here. It works. It's working. Uh, on thecigarauthority.com and also at thecigarauthority.com. For your downloading and on-demand convenience, our podcasts are there, which uh, I found out Mike Gabriel from Tosa Cigars is listening right now to the old show. To Dave's office. <laughs> He's not listening live. I don't know why. To Dave's office show, which we're on live now, and you listen so, to the old one. This six one. weeks from now, He'll Mike... Listen. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Six weeks from now, because he's listening to the old show. All right, so I want to talk just briefly about AT&T and how many buttons you have to push to get to a person. Oh, my God. I counted. Two hours, It too. was 16 buttons. I had to press a different number 16 times to get to a person. Speak English. Beep. Yeah. So I get to a person, and this person, I find out, can only see two pages of David's profile. I'm using David's iPhone to try to set up an Internet hotspot to see if we can get the show to be the way we like it. And we were going to broadcast it through my iPhone. Right. So, <laughs> because we were MacGyvering our butts right. off we were, this morning. You we're do what you've got to do when you have to do it. So the we're first person, the first live person, can only see two pages of David's profile and can only answer two questions. 
Then they have to transfer me. I sit on hold for five minutes. That was after that was after me and Chuck worked yeah, on you, it for you, the longest time. You missed the whole. You know, what's your account number? I am doing a radio broadcast. <laughs> I am not in front of my bill. I, you know, I do not know my account number. Not yeah. only what's do your I IEM know? number? What's your what's your fifteen digit <laughs> IEM number? What's that? It should be on your bill. Yeah, listen, man. I'm telling you, when we're doing a radio show, we're in the middle of the thing. Yeah, this shoot. is an emergency. <laughs> Whatever it costs, charge me. Yeah. I promise I'll I, pay it. I heard you said that. I heard yeah. on my behalf. Yeah, well, right. hey, it doesn't was, matter what I it is. I was speaking yeah. for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so they said, we'll switch your phone over to some other new plan, which you can never turn back. Yeah, well, right now you've got unlimited talk, so you can, you know, you're on the phone sometimes yeah. forever. In other words, whatever we can do to screw you right now because you're in trouble. Right. And uh -huh. the, the answer was they did nothing for us after two nothing. hours. They didn't help us at all. Comcast nor AT&T, nothing. Well, Verizon's no better, although the coverage is better. Our but. listeners should know Dave and I were in the utility closet in back of the store. Literally tapping into, like, you know, raw raw wires yeah. to, to tap into a phone line to be able to connect to the radio station. Thank God I wasn't standing there with you because I would have handed one of you a paper clip and said, you need to jump those two wires right there. Oh. I think we would have tried it. But you would have. Right now, as it looks, people can hear us in, in four states. They can see us across the globe. Yep. And right this here, thing is on. this website, cigarauthority.com. We, and this is normally where we do a little prep before, but we got no oh. prep. Yeah, so, we, so this is just dry. We're doing this thing dry, baby. I've also, uh, I was up late last night. You haven't gotten any sleep lately. I've been, I've been really burning the candle. Last night I, I DJed with DJ Fuji at the Essex Street Grill, one of my favorite venues to go in and spin at because I don't have to do any of the promoting. I don't have to really even be good. I can just go in and have fun. Fill in when he goes outside and smokes, and it's always a good time. Fight breaks out at the end. 1.30 in the morning, we shut down, we play the last song. The only exit that we can get the equipment out, there's two giant muscle-bound dudes going at it. Each one of their friends is jumping in. It's just a huge brawl. And I looked at him and I said, listen, it's, it's late. I have to be on the radio tomorrow. I'm leaving. I'm taking my equipment with me. I'm going out the fire exit, and I hope the alarm sounds and that all these dudes get sprinkled on. It didn't, but I was hoping when you, for When it. you go out the, the emergency exit, it doesn't make the sprinkler system go off. Just so <laughs> I you just, know. I wanted it to, though. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. I just hope it does. Hey, I need a cigar really bad. I'm stressed out because when, when I'm stressed out, I want to calm down. And the yes. way I calm down for my better health mm. is to have a nice premium cigar. Today we're talking about cigars from TAA. That's the Tobacconist Association of America. They have a trade show every year, and it's uh, maybe uh, 50, 60 cigar retailers across the country. Um, the top retailers get together. This year it's in Mexico, and um, they have special cigars they make just for the group. Uh, we're going to smoke two of them today. The first one is Jaime Garcia, a uh, torpedo or bellicoso or whatever they call it. Uh, they call is this a torpedo bellicoso? I think it's a torpedo. Torpedo, they're saying yes. Uh, it has a blue band on it. It's a dark wrapper. It's uh, looks like it's uh, in the box pressed or it's kind of squished a little. It's yeah, oval. It's a. Uh, I think it's a real box pressed, not uh, put into a press, but put into the box and uh, put in a little wet, and then uh, it had almost almost oval. Almost like the San Latano Oval, but it's not oval. It's a box press. So anyway, this will be my first time on this cigar. It's just for the members of that organization. So if you're looking for this cigar, you have to find a TAA member. And to find a TAA member, you can go onto their website, which is T. 
do they have a website? Oh, like you said, no show prep whatsoever. No show prep. So this is, uh, as I say, um, no, I see their email, but I don't know if they even have a I know they have a website. They do have a website somewhere. I well, yeah, don't. because you printed that particular document From the website. off the website. <laughs> I did. So uh, I don't know. TAA, Tobacconist Association of America, is the company, and I don't know what the website is, but uh, you can find it. You yeah, computer. Google TAA. Come on. Well, I tried that. It's not going to come up. You're going to have to Google Tobacconist Association of America. There's just too many acronyms. There's out a lot. There. So n nothing ends up working anymore. But uh, Tobacconist Association of America. And what do they do for us? Um, they got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, they have a trade show every year, which uh, they've been doing this since 1968. I've been a member maybe about 10 years or so. And uh, for, the, for, the, for the first 17 years, they wouldn't even accept me as a member, which wanted me all the more to be in the group. Right. Now they accept me as a member, and I, I don't know if I even want to be part of any organization that will accept me as a member. <laughs> Who is the person that said that? That was uh, Groucho Marx, I think. Yes. Um, but uh, they have a mission statement to provide an open forum of ideas, strategies, and problem-solving problem between retail tobacconists and their vendors. And what, the, what it is is really for you to get to know your vendors. Um, it's a lot of one-on-one. -on -one, you know, there's probably 60 people from the manufacturing end and 60 retailers. So it's really you have a person for everything, and it's a few days of it. So you get to talk to everybody and uh, get to know them, the camaraderie type of, type of thing that goes on with it. Um, so uh, any deals go down while you're there? There's a little bit of dealing going on. Um, Maybe the there's a little bit of learning that goes on. There's a little bit of little bit of everything that ends up happening. And a lot of vacation. A lot of vacation. Uh, and I'm not used to that. I find myself uh, stressed out even more. Uh, I, I took a bath last year. I hadn't done that in years. Um, Thank you. I, I rented movies and watched entire movies all the way through without a laptop. Uh, actually, not last year, the year before. Last year, I didn't even go to it. And I didn't go because Sal Fontana, who uh, used to run Camacho Caribe before that and Bacharach and La Fontana Cigars, and he was the main dude there at Camacho for years and years, and uh, he passed away. And every year at the TAA, I would spend most of my time at the TAA, TAA with Sal, great, great guy, and uh telling stories and remember the old days and all that stuff and I I just always spent most of the time with him and um, last year he was um, dying he was uh, in the hospital dying and I, I called him on the phone and um, TAA was coming up and uh, I said Sal uh, you're not going to TAA and he said I don't think I'm gonna make it this year which he wasn't gonna make it three more days and uh, I said well don't, don't make me go by myself. You know, I'm trying to make yeah, pump him up a little bit, go be through. a good friend. And uh, he says, no, nah, you're going to have to do this one alone. I said, I'm not going by myself. I said, you're either coming with me or I'm not going. And he said, uh, no, no, you go and everything. I said, no, I'm not going. He said, you're not going to go if I don't go. And I said, no. So he passed away right before, and I didn't go to the show. So that's why I missed it. And uh, that t t takes me to, uh, we're going to smoke two of the three cigars that are available for TAA members. There is a third cigar for TAA members, and that is a Tatuaje cigar, which I've never smoked nor ever got, yet I'm a TAA member. But the reason why I didn't get it is it's for TAA members, but only TAA members that went to the trade show the previous year. So I missed uh... the show, so I don't even get that. Uh, which, hey, he, he stuck, stuck by his guns, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of a big buyer, and he still stuck by his guns. So I actually applaud uh, 
applaud it's a Pete Johnson move. for that. Yeah. Uh, the website is www.t-a-a.com. Okay. That's hard to remember. Well, because of the dashes, right? Because somebody else probably has taa.com. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting organization, and uh, I'm looking forward to going there, and that is in towards the end of March. Regular TAA is Tough Guy Association of America, so that's why it, that was already taken. Tough Guy? Tough Guy. You know, like TG. TG, which would be two guys, so that's not going to happen either. No. It would, this is the whole problem. Tough Guy could be a hyphenated word. You know, what no. are you, some kind of there tough is guy? A, there is a hyphen T hyphen A hyphen A. a. I was trying to make a joke, and then you guys... Well, I'm just going to... We had no prep. You me. didn't let me know that you were going to be telling jokes today. Speaking and of telling They were going to be so funny. Your, your jokes were going to be so funny that I forgot to laugh. I didn't actually finish my story, by the way. <laughs> so I'll finish it when you're done, your TAA thing. But your story. There was a fight, so you went out the back door, and you hoped the sprinklers went off, and they didn't. Right. Because the sprinklers don't go off when the, you go out of uh, an alarm door. More happened after that. Okay. Tell me. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't want to interrupt your Go TAA ahead. thing. It was fascinating. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so you I, asked me the question, what's TAA about? And as uh, I said, we have no show prep. So you asked me the question, I gave you the answer. You don't like the answer? Go ahead. Let's talk about you went to a nightclub and uh, <laughs> you, you left. You left the guy hanging. Your buddy that you were there for, there's a fight breaks out. Instead of saying, I'm be right behind your buddy, you say, I'm going out the back door. We this, is so, how I'm, this is how I'm taking the story, but go ahead. We were so far away from the action. He was in no danger whatsoever. <laughs> He still hadn't been paid yet. It was going to be another hour. So I finally get home at 2 o'clock, uh, 2.30 in the morning. And I pull down my driveway. And meeting me at the bottom of my driveway is my 17-year-old daughter in a bikini in February to tell me there are boys in my hot tub. 2 o'clock in the morning. Nothing good said, happens after 10, by the way. Correct. Nothing good. It's then, 2 in the morning. Then you need to get the boys out of the hot tub. No, no, no. I already checked with Mama. It's okay. Okay, oh. fine. Oh, sure. This is the ma said it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I go upstairs and I, you know, shake my wife a little bit, really rough, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? This boy's in the hot tub. Yeah, I know. I wasn't really sure what to do, so I just said okay. So your answer was go to sleep and let them be in the hot tub together at 2 o'clock in the morning? I'm confused. I'm going downstairs. They're leaving. Oh, don't be rough on them, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. I'm going to do what I got to do. So I go downstairs, poke my head out the door and say, boys... You got five minutes, and then you're leaving. All right. Yes, sir. So I come inside, and something didn't quite seem right. Yes, sir, Mr. Cleaver. Yeah. You know, you know, this is uh, this They're rolling their good. eyes. Yeah, nothing good. I'm not on. happy at 2.30 in the morning to begin with, just to be up that late and have my daughter walking in a bikini in the wintertime. I'm especially not happy to find out that there are only two thin layers of cloth protecting any of her parts from any of their parts. And then... I don't want to be skimming anything off the top of the hot tub either. Okay, enough information. So, we, something sorry, doesn't... Sorry I asked for the rest of the yeah. story. <laughs> something doesn't seem right, so I walk around the back of the house, and I just kind of hang out there and listen to the conversation, and I hear, don't worry, the plan is we'll go upstairs, and then once he sees we go inside, he will go to sleep, and then we can sneak out. Ah, they're planning around you. You heard yes, this. I heard this. So, I sit on the couch... Until 4 o'clock in the morning, waiting, waiting for something to happen. All of my security locks are on. They're one-way locks, so you can go out, but you cannot come back in if you don't have a key. That's the way a lock works. These are, yeah. Well, we, yeah. we also have, we have keypad locks as well. 
but it's a two-lock system, so okay. I locked all the other doors so she wouldn't even realize she would leave and then not be able to get back in, and I went upstairs and said to the wife, this is what's going on, and I'm going to let them leave, and then they'll be outside all night, and we're not letting them in. Doorbell goes off. We'll just ignore it. Nothing happened. I stayed up till 4 o'clock in the morning, and they, the girls fell asleep waiting for me to go to bed. Boring. You got your uh, your days ahead of you, man. I do. And you're tired, too. And you were just saying yesterday, you said, I got to get some more sleep. I got to catch up. My God. Uh, and that was an all-nighter again. Uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I got to DJ until late again. I'll be out until 1.30. Whatever. Okay. Burning the candle at both ends. All right. We're smoking the Jaime Garcia. You have to... You have to, have to <laughs> when you say Jaime, J-A-I-M-E, Jaime. Funny thing about Jaime Garcia... I did not know that it was spelled with a J, probably for the first year the cigar was out. I smoked it the first time, and I liked it, and I wanted to smoke it again, and I would go well, it through... it was your sister's brand, Jamie, right? I'm, yeah, I'm going through all the things. I'm like, where is the Jaime Garcia stuff? I'm too embarrassed to ask anybody, and all I can see is the Jamie ones, and I, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? I smoked a couple of them. They were great, it just but like I, wanted, I wanted the Jaime's. This is it, the Jaime Garcia, it. TAA version. This is um, a $9 cigar, $9.50. And uh, it's kind of full-bodied for, for early in the morning for us. but It is. All right, you're doing your chat thing. Well, I'll tell you, the chat box is a little X-rated. You already gave me the warning sign over there. so Yeah, lay off that. I'm not going to go there. Um, okay, what is going on? Uh, really excited about this Friday. This Friday, every year, we do the March Madness sale at Two Guys in Salem, New Hampshire. This Friday, have you ever seen it, Chuck? I have. You have, it's okay. It's amazing. This is the running of the brides type of deal. They're going to be lined up outside. It's going to be, this is uh, spring cleaning for us. It's time to, to go crazy and sell lots of cigars. You want to see something exciting, come by and see it. Is there an expression, the running of the brides? Yeah, the running of the brides is when... Uh, is there? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the thing of um, all the girls that get together and they buy the brides' outfits once a year, at that big thing, and they line up outside. You ever see it? No. You don't even know what this is? Here I was ready to bust your chops, and I'm the ignorant one. I thought you meant running of the bulls. No, running of the brides is, is a somebody up here in the northeast or something, and maybe New York. I don't even know where it is, but all the girls go to get great deals on wedding gowns so thousands of women turn out to this and they open the door and they roll over each other and it goes crazy and they're all putting wedding gowns out on over their clothes and stuff and it's a crazy you never even heard of it seen it never well anyway there's got to be a video on youtube oh, i'm, I'm to sure check that running out. of the brides sounds terrible so it's like that but this is guys and nobody takes their, their clothes off at all thank god it's not allowed so it's the same thing but very different it's a big cigar sale, and it's really, I don't know if there's anything quite like it, but it's definitely uh, worth coming to see. It's uh, this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., so 12 hours nonstop, and uh, you're going to see uh, something you've never seen in a cigar store. I mean, there's huge, huge volume some, that goes. You'll see something you won't see in any other cigar store except Two Guys Salem. There you go. Mr. Jonathan on the sales floor. I put my oh, retailer's Friday. cap on. That's right. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Saturday. It is Saturday. Saturday we're in Worcester. Saturday we are at um, Cigar Bar Worcester. And, and for the um, NERF, New England Hearth. And we'll talk about that and tell you what they're all about and what's going on there. But um, that's what I'm uh, all pumped about. Lots of work to do from now when I get off the show. 
till Friday to, to get everything ready and uh, yeah, you got to ship all your singles that you're bringing in. All the, all that stuff goes into Salem. Every, I, everything I from the, all stores go there. Yeah, the humidor is already jam packed. Well, you wait, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing. This week uh, in the Dominican Republic was the Pro Cigar Festival. <clears throat> it's wrapped up yesterday. Uh, it was all week long. I heard nice things, but I didn't get any details to tell you. Of uh, But typically what they have there is new cigars that will be coming out later in the year because there are other factories there, so people get to try these new things. I'm waiting to get some reports of what did I miss. Uh, typically, I expect... Uh, I shouldn't expect it because uh, I've got it the past four years, but um, the past five years, um, past four years, I've gotten the uh, selection of cigars after the fact. Wow. They were nice enough to send it to me. Uh, hoping that happens, but we'll see. Either way, I we appreciate the see. past. I appreciate it in the past of whatever whatever happened. So uh, next hour, we're going to smoke another TAA cigar, which is the... Padron Anniversary Toro. That's a size that um, only the TAA members have also. I think it's actually, it's kind of a short Toro, too. It's five and a half inch Toro, but um, it is the best Padron Anniversario by far. You'll see when you smoke it. It's got to be, something's got to be different about it because it does taste different than the others. Very, very good. Filene's Basement did the running of the brides. Okay, Filene's Basement. Did? Because yeah. Filene's Basement is gone. There is no more filings basements, is there? Uh, they go bankrupt. No, I think, it, yeah, I think, they, I went. think they I think they went bankrupt. Someone is asking on the chat box. I was going to type it in, but we can just say it. They're asking, will the Padron 1964 anniversary uh, anniversario be discounted at March Madness? And I believe everything. Everything is discounted store. at least 20%. I'm not allowed to say that they're discounted because they're not allowed to be discounted. So, but the answer is everything is discounted at least 20%. Up to as much as 70% this year. I saw some items coming in at 70% off. The idea of it is actually to get rid of it, turn it to cash, pay the tax bill with it, and clear out the products that, that um, aren't selling and let them go. Those will be the things that are high. Sure. Off. Other things that we're going to keep going and everything, you know, you're into whatever brand you smoke, you're going to get a deal on anything you buy anyway, but stuff that's going to be discontinued. And that may not be a line. It may be just one size of something that just isn't doing it. Free up some space, get rid of it. Like a Band-Aid, we pull it off in one day, it's gone. Very interesting that you don't get any guff from the folks at Padron or Davidoff where... You're not allowed to discount. We're not allowed, so that's why I'm, I stopped talking about it, and I just went over it. But you just keep bringing it up. Well, I just found it find it interesting. Is it just because it's one day you don't offer it on the Internet? Is it You're just going to let it go? We're going to just not talk about it, and so we don't get any guff, right? We're I'm just, just going to let it go. Just going to let it go. Just let it go. Folks, this is me, <laughs> and I'm letting it go. Isn't that nice? Look at this. It's gone. Boom. It's gone. It's gone. Uh what do we got? We got the Academy Awards coming up Sunday. Who cares? Not the Academy Awards. The Oscars. Oscars. Even worse. We're going to talk about that, though. I got some, Really? We I, have to talk about I, it? I have some questions for our audience. I got some cigars to give away. All right. Uh, our upfront audience that, that is here. But you guys in the chat box can talk, but I'm not going to mail you a single cigar. But um, we'll have a little of that and a little of this. Um, let's take a break. Let's regroup. See what's going on. I need a nap is what I need. I'm I'm hitting the wall right now. All right, we'll do some jumping jacks.
some push-ups. When we come back, drug screeners not working to detect crack cocaine, heroin, or methamphetamines, but to detect nicotine found in your cigars. It's crazy, but it's happening. We're going to tell you all about that and lots more. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Say that five times fast. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing.
Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. My generation, the Who. Name that too. You didn't know. My generation, by the Who. Because I just said it. You had no idea what that was. That was music, not this crap that's out there nowadays. Listen, you're singing to the choir. I played crap all night last night. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, we're back here live. This is the Cigar Authority. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. You want to come by, have a smoke with us? Take Route Three, Exit One. Take a right at the end of the exit, come on down a little ways, and here we are, Two Guys Smoke Shop. And it sounds like if you're here in our audience, our live studio audience Live here, studio audience. You'll have the opportunity to win a free cigar or two later yeah, on. we got some questions for you. We'll see where that goes. Um, is nicotine screening coming to, a, coming to an employer next? The answer is yes. Um... Pennsylvania job applicants may now have something new to worry about. Actually, they do because it happened. Beginning February 1st, um, will no longer um, the um, health systems of Danville will no longer hire job applicants who use tobacco products, uh, including volunteers. So a volunteer that smokes a cigar cannot work for them anymore. They will be tested for nicotine as part of their routine drug testing. I have a big problem with this. I do too. Does that mean like if you drive, you know, if you're an employer, you can say because you drive a Ford, I'm not going to hire you? Right. It's a legal product. Who are you to say what it is? And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been stressed out this morning. I'm calming down now. This is a good thing for me. I might be calming down a little too much. Yeah? Coming down? You're tired. You're exhausted. It's obvious. Uh, Is that obvious? Yeah. Why you have the sunglasses? Yeah. (laughs) The sun was bright this morning. Uh, this is for reducing health costs by adopting strict policies that make smoking a reason to turn away job applicants. It's, it's got to be against the Constitution. It's got to be. I agree. And Well, you have your pursuit of happiness clause, if you will. And the, this makes me happy. And, you know, go ahead. Outlaw it. Make it against the law. I dare you. Prohibition hasn't worked on anything including drugs. There was a thing, actually, I don't know if it was 2020 or one of those things last night. Uh, Jim Sothel. Jim Sokoloff? Not Sokoloff. Sothel? Whatever. I think it was on Fox News or something. They were, they were talking about um, there, there's a country. um can't remember what country it is. They, they've legalized um, drug use, and all the crime stopped, which is the, the way it was with alcohol also. When, uh, you know, this is the days of Al Capone and all that stuff. Well, you wouldn't have NASCAR if you didn't have Prohibition, though. So, yeah, it would have still been a win, actually. Why Why would you not have NASCAR if there was Prohibition? NASCAR started as a result of people souping up their cars and racing on the back roads to keep away from the police. And that's how NASCAR started? That's that's the history of NASCAR. Did you make this up? I did not make this up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Someone back me up in the so audience. So NASCAR started in the 30s? NASCAR started just after the 30s. Prohibition was over, and these, they had all these souped-up cars. They didn't need them anymore, and they started racing. Yeah, somebody's going to have to chime in and say he's right, because I'm not buying that story at oh, all. I'm going to go on the Wikipedia <laughs> site don't, don't right now. Don't go on the Wikipedia. Put your laptop down and pay attention to the show. I'm paying attention. I'm focused. Uh, so, yeah, uh, right now, nicotine hiring policies are legal in 20 states, including Pennsylvania. It should be illegal. It is illegal because I think it's illegal in this country to tell somebody what legal thing they can do. And a perfect example is if you own a Ford, you can't work for us. I don't think you could do that if you could work, you own a Ford and you work for Chevy. You know, you right. can't make people do things like that. Can I make people who don't smoke? If you don't smoke, you can't work a two-guy smoke shop? Um, I doubt it. I bet there would be a problem. Listen, uh, a, a, a boys' football team, a girl's allowed to play in the boys' football team because it's, you're not allowed to yes. not do that. So No, they are allowed to play in boys' football team. Right, because you can't... Can't say no? Can't say no. Boys play field hockey? Which is what, a girl sport? Yeah. they got to wear the skirt, the hockey stick, the whole bit. Really? Yep. They play. I don't know if I believe your stories today. I, I think you're making up stories, but it makes for interesting radio, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I remember a, a boy went to the prom wearing a dress or something. They threw him out. He was wearing a kilt or something like that. Or maybe he was he was wearing a kilt in his in his, in a senior picture or something like that, and they wouldn't let him do it? Nothing? No. Run I remember up. there was a boy that was on the uh, he was on a shooting team. And he wanted to have his picture taken with his shotgun. Yes, and I remember that. they had a problem with that. Yeah, they have a lot of problems. But they have no problem saying, if you smoke, you can't work here. If you smoke in your own personal time, if you legal, it's okay if you drink. You're an alcoholic. That's okay. It's okay if you got drug problems. That's all right. We'll put you in rehab or whatever. But I don't know can't... that they're saying it's okay if you do drugs. I believe there's screenings for that as well. You got to pee in the cup for yeah. drug stuff. You don't hear it, two guys smoke shop. Really? No. Nope. I don't think it's a Chuck. Country. I don't you think it's work here. This is America. <laughs> no, if you can if you can do your job and do it as best as you can, and uh, we think you're a professional at what you do, and we like it. If you're not doing the job, you're gone. Uh, right to work state over here. You're not doing the right thing, you're gone, which is a good thing. Yeah. Only the best can work for us. And uh, if you smoke or you don't smoke, if you smoke, you probably do a better job here because you can taste the cigars and you can be more professional at it. And coincidentally, everybody that works for me smokes cigars. But I've hired non-cigar smokers before. They became cigar smokers because you hang around a barbershop a long time, long you enough. eventually get a haircut. You get a haircut, except for you. Mr. Jonathan is bald. Those that are listening on the radio, bald as a cue ball. Bald is beautiful. It is. It's a fact. And it's hip right now. It's okay to be bald. I was bald before it was hip. Yeah. I had the goatee before that was cool. Yeah. You're ahead of the game. I'm always. But ahead now of the everybody's game. bald with goatee, and you keep you keep acting that way. You keep <laughs> being that way. <laughs> By the way, it was Portugal. <laughs> Portugal's right. That, yeah. Portugal is uh, legalized drugs, 
and they had a serious heroin problem and all these things and stuff, and everything got got easier and no problems, and there's no the cops are out there catching bad guys. The the, the um, um, all the jails aren't full of people that got caught with a, with marijuana and stuff like that. It's just you, bad guys. Just, you just let your let society do what it's going to do. Eventually, it will weed out the bad apples. They will overdose. Or they will go clean. Yeah, and then you don't have to pay their Social Security and all that stuff. Cause health they insurance. Get. And actually, anything they paid into Social Security, you get. And health insurance people should, if they really believe that there's a problem with this, which, which again, we get into, we've done many shows on that premium cigars have no uh, ill consequences at all. And we'll, we'll do that show a million more times. But if they believe that it is, they should be happy about it. Right? Let, yes. But that's not the case. All they want to do is tell us what to do. There's too much government, and uh, there's too much uh, of this kind of talk on our radio show. So let's move on. <laughs> um, next week, uh, the show will be broadcast live at the Cigar Bar in Worcester. Once a year, uh, I think the past couple of years, the, the folks from uh, NERF, New England HERF, HERF is a get-together of cigar smokers, um, and these guys have been doing it for many, many years. Um, I don't know how long it is, but we'll have next week. We'll have Chuck Berry, uh, who is the head guy from the New England Herf. The uh, Chuck Berry from New England Herf, not my ding oh, my yeah, dingling, not my dingling. Chuck yeah. Berry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll have him on, and he'll tell us all about how that organization got together and how they're going to get about 150 to 180 people. Um, at it, and uh, they give uh, lots of money to charity. It's a great group of guys, and uh, we'll be mixing in with them and do the show live from Cigar Bar Worcester. I was told last week that there were some tickets left. I don't know if there is any more, but um, uh, call the Cigar Bar Worcester and see if there's anything left, because it is a really good time. You get a whole bunch of cigars for a little bit of money. And you get to meet Jack Williams. Right. Jack Williams is there, and the proceeds go to Wednesday's Child. Right. It's a great, great organization, and I'll be happy to see those guys uh, next week, and we'll uh, interview some of the, the the people there. and you know, The big shots. Yeah. They, they're we'll really... interview little shots, too, if you're willing to come on. We'll yeah. talk to you. Opportunities been presented, and people have refused it. Makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Do you want to come Not on the my show? wife. That's right. She took us up. That's why you married her. Uh, so we're here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and right where we're sitting right now, this room is going to be transformed in the in the next month or two into the next Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Awesome. So uh, when Miss, me and Mr. Jonathan went down to Tampa, uh, we went to the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge at the arena. Yep. Whatever that was. Whatever who's, that was. Whose baby is that? Who's Diamond that? Crown is J.C. Newman and um, Eric and Bobby Newman, and uh, they took us to the Diamond Crown Lounge, and, and we watched the hockey game, the... Um, Whoever they were. Yeah, we didn't Big really sports. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning? Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you, Chuck. Awesome buffet. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Two we floors of, that. of awesome buffet. And the setup in there was awesome. They had uh, very limited cigars, and they did not mark the price up like you would expect at a uh, oh, yeah. a smoking lounge yeah. in an arena. They just rounded off to the next dollar. So instead of it being nine ninety nine, they made it an even 10 They had pretty girls in there. Cutting the cigars for you and helping you light them and making conversation. And they even, those two girls talked to Slobber Cutter Guy for me for at least an hour. I didn't have to even talk to him. They, uh, 
at the end, we stayed from the very beginning till the very end. There was nobody left in the arena. We were still there smoking cigars. We're in an arena smoking oh, cigars. We had the opportunity anyway. But the interesting thing at the end of the night, uh, the girls got on their hands and knees, opened the drawers at the bottom. All the bulk cigars were there, and they refilled every single box in the place right to the very tippity top. Wow. So every cigar was completely full, brand new. The whole thing looked brand new as we were leaving. And I'm like, holy God. You know, we try to keep our place neat here, but i never seen anything like that. Everything brand new, every single night, cleaned up to the very beginning again. It was really That's impressive. That's pretty awesome. Really impressive. And what an honor that they're willing to let you turn this into a Diamond Crown. Right. And they, they felt the same way. You know, they, they said, uh, you know, we are doing these cigar lounges around, and we would like so much if you could do that. And we, we talked the talk and went through all the what they're expecting of it. So uh, things have to be changed. Not a lot, but things have to be changed here. So you're going to see uh, different chairs and couches and different uh, signage and things like that up here. But it's going to... Take, probably take a couple months anyway for all this to happen, for the things to come in. But this will be uh, Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Can you just do it overnight? Yep. Awesome. I think I signed a five-year contract with them. Nice. Can I do it overnight? You can't do it overnight? No, I can't do it overnight. You got... It's not my fault. It's furniture people. It's... You got your ex-partner's face off of your sign and put your brother's face on overnight, and you a, can't get no, a couple chairs in here? That was over a weekend. Oh, but no, it's, it, believe me, it's out of my control, but if I could do it overnight, I would do it overnight, but it's going to take a while, but we're going to have uh, Eric and Bobby Newman are going to come up for the grand opening That's of awesome. the Cigar Lounge, so I'll be here. We'll, we'll try to certainly make it on a Saturday. So You've we never can... met two nicer guys, Chuck. Never. And passionate about oh. FDA staying out of our yeah. business and, and very proactive when it comes to the government's dealing in tobacco. Uh, really, really good heads on their shoulders, not just in business, but also political heads, knowing, you know, that the how the game has to be played as far as getting a bill in. If you have all Republicans, which you'd have a good, you'd stand a good chance to get all Republicans to sign a bill that limits government involvement. But what they did was they started off right off the bat. They did one and one. They got a Republican, they got a Democrat, and they took their time and played that game for a little while until they had enough where somebody could sign the bill and have enough coverage by the other people that were on the bill where they couldn't be lambasted in a you know a re-election campaign someone saying oh you're you're pro tobacco well, yeah well it's a bipartisan bill and it really isn't it's yeah. bi bi bipartisan it's yeah. a perfect word for it uh it's a long way to go it's not over yet right um you know they're trying to shut down lots of things like self-service and cigar stores, which would be it'd be ruined. Imagine walking in and you can't go look and touch the cigar. Squeeze the Charmin. A lot of things they want to stop on it, so it's it's not over. It's never over. Um, the most important thing for our listeners to do is to join the organization, to join the Cigar Rights of America, CRA.org. $35 a year to be a member. You get a nothing. couple cigars, yeah. and you know that your money is going to help fund the fight. Three bucks a month. You know, come on. It's nothing. So please please join that. If you're listening to the radio show, if you care about cigars and stuff, every single person that's listening should be a member. I mean, it's no right. big deal. Um, and if you can do more, you do more. I mean, I do a lot more. I but, you know, there's whatever. actually uh, and there's there's different events coming up where your payment into the event pays your way into the yeah. CRA as well. So keep your eyes open for those types of events. Those are the events you want to support. Right. Um, what's flying off our shelf? Somebody, uh, as soon as I came in this morning, asked the question, hey, what's really moving? What's what's going on? Uh, what so, is really moving? David? Well, well, I'll tell you um, a couple two weeks ago, we smoked the. Uh, 
OSOK, one shot, one kill Usa. from uh, Room 101. Uh, almost gone. That flew. Wow. That cigar went crazy. There's only singles left here, no boxes left. I think there were a couple boxes when I left uh, Salem and the Seabrook store, but they flew. Those were, they only made 1,000 boxes of each one. This is the end already. Only a couple weeks into it, and it's over. So if you have a cigar shop where those, those cigars are not moving, snatch them up. Because the box of 10, grab a box, and it, it's a special limited thing. It's a cool-looking packaging. Yeah, what a collector's and, item. And a nice cigar. So That uh, cigar is going to be worth some money in the future. That was uh, that was a good one this and year. you heard it sure. here first. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, the cigar I lit up this morning when I came in, which was a little heavy for the early morning for me, but a very good cigar. Uh, only I thought of him because um, I talked to Ralphie L. Nordell. Um, just yesterday, he called me up on a personal matter, and uh, he was telling me how well his aging room is doing. Aging room, which got the 94 rated uh, this year. It, it, it's the big hot uh, cigar. Uh, I lit it up this morning. Great, great cigar, and um, a cigar we will be pushing and promoting ourselves. Um, it, it looks like they're going to have enough for a year or two. Uh, it's not going to be around forever and ever because they only have so much of that tobacco. But the aging room that's out there now is the, the hot one. Um, look for it. Grab it in your local cigar store if you see it because it's a real good cigar. What about try. the Ortega Series D? Ortega. Ortega. Say it six more times and it'll help you remember. Ortega. Brand new. I have not got it yet. I have not tasted it. I have not seen it. That is a uh, brand new. I couldn't think of what it was, but a uh, uh, brand new company that just started up. Um, it, it's, it's the breakup of the um, folks from La Bamba, from uh, 601. And uh, Eddie Ortega went off on his own, started the Ortega Cigar. Uh, I haven't seen a sample of it. I, it's going to be at a limited amount of stores. Anyway, hopefully we'll be one of them. Uh, but I'm dying to try it. I don't know anything about it. So is it moving? I don't even know if it's out on the market yet. So I, I would say, no, it's not a moving fast. It's getting uh, people to talking about it, that's for sure. What uh, about uh, EO cigars? That's EO brands. They don't have a cigar. Oh, all right. That's from them. Okay. Um, which is, um, you know, they, they all... Uh, mixed in with Rocky Patel, so that's Rocky Patel uh, has a piece of it, uh, doing the distribution, and uh, that all goes with that. How is um, La Bamba and stuff? I'll be honest with you, I didn't take that brand on. Well, they're copycatting. Uh... I got a little bummed out about it. I wasn't <laughs> happy about uh uh, where it was made and uh, what they copied. So uh, it's just a personal reason, and I, I didn't even smoke a sample of it. So it may be a great cigar, and someday I may take it on when I feel better about it, but right now I'm still still a little bitter, um, and that's uh, my Italian background, unfortunately. But I'll get over it. Uh, the hot cigar right now is Ortsack, bulletproof. I've, boy, have I noticed. I took note of the number of cigars they had on a display, which was every box, and... Every time I come in, I'm talking every day. It was like, have you ever seen Brewster's Millions? Yeah. Uh, where, where you're in the vault and you can see the money go down? It's like that. Yeah, yeah. Cigars just dropping. Bam, bam, bam. Typically, when we announce a cigar of the year, it, it, it starts off that way anyway. I mean, everybody wants to try it anyway. But there, there's a cigar, as I said to you before, how we picked the cigar of the year was not only was that cigar selling by the single, the people who would buy a couple of singles would come back a couple of days later and buy a whole box of them. The box is neat as can be. Yeah, it is. Talk about a collectible. Uh, and we're doing, we're doing something uh, with a buddy of ours um, where that's bulletproof 
material. Is his name, uh, is, is his initials P.B.? Yes. yes. <laughs> and Paul I, Beasley doesn't like us to say his name on the radio, which is why I just said Paul Beasley. But we're going to try to do something and, and, and shoot it or blow it up. <laughs> now, there's a guy who is ready for a nuclear holocaust. He's got guns and ammunition stockpiled. Food and water stock. Oh, yeah. Pile. He's got the bunker and all Bomb that. Bomb shelter. And I got a ticket. In Radio case, in case something happens. I, got I the, don't have I, a ticket. I got the invite. But every, something happens. Every once in a while, I get a text. I the invite, baby. Every once in a while, I get a text from him saying, you are in my crosshairs. And I look out my window, and he's parked across the street. That's not true. No, I'm not kidding. Really? He's parked across the street, and he's smoking cigars at his buddy's house, and I... I'm, I, I feel the crosshairs on me. <laughs> it, just, it isn't the little red red light that's on your forehead at the time, right? The little laser. I'm like, uh. <laughs> right between your eyes. Yeah, he's packing. He's he packing. is packing heat. Yeah. If something ever happens, you know, you may laugh at people like that and say, you know, they're gearing up. But, hey, it's, it's, what's, what's it's a guy you want on your team. Yeah. Well, more importantly, he's a guy you don't want on the other team. <laughs> right. You want to be either on his team or in a neutral place where the bullets aren't flying. But uh, if something ever happens, that's where I'm going. If you're looking for me, that's where I'll be. What's safer than that? I mean, he's... we got to get on the list, Jonathan. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not an easy list. It took years and years to, to get on that <laughs> list, but I'm, I'm happy to be on it. And it's my little insurance policy tucked in the back and... Uh, that's it. So uh, those are the, those are the hot things I see right now. It's early on the season. When I come back from TAA, I'll have more information of things that are coming out. Stuff. It was it was a wonderful year for cigars. Uh, some things during the winter months, and we've had a wonderful winter. The weather hasn't been bad at all, uh, and uh, sales are, are going great. But uh, certain things are definitely uh, rising above the others. I smoked a phenomenal cigar this morning by Jesus Fuego, uh, under three dollars. Yes, and it's called. Royal Nicaraguan. It was unbelievable. We smoked it a long time ago on the show. We smoked it a long time ago. It must have been when I quit. Yeah, um, maybe. Because you're I, a quitter. I, mean, I, I thought it was for a promotion. I do that, yeah. Well, I quit, then I gave myself the promotion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what a phenomenal cigar. It was $2.79 for the larger size, and oh my goodness. This cigar's under three bucks. We, we need to do a whole show on cigars under three dollars really? because th- there's so many good ones out there. Yeah. So you know you, you can cigar smoking isn't all about just smoking high expensive cigars. You don't have to do it all the time. Although in the next hour we're going to smoke a cigar. It's up there. It's a fourteen dollar cigar, but it's phenomenal. I put this in as one of my top cigars ever, ever. Not ever. Eva. Eva. There's extra punctuation there when you take away letters. And I always do. It makes it more importanter. Importanter. And you add letters where you don't need to be. <laughs> so uh, what do you think of Jaime Garcia? I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot. It is a little bit heavier than what I typically would smoke early yeah, on in the day. It's heavy. For me, this is early. Chuck came a long way. Mm-hmm. Normally, you'd have a bucket in front of you at yes. this point. Yes. No came question. a long way. Thank you, guys. But does it, yeah. This is, uh, it's only practice, right? That's right. Practice makes perfect. Getting a little sweet and sour thing going on here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got that citrusy pepper type of thing going on, uh, about halfway down. One of the main components in a, in a good sweet and sour sauce is orange. And I'm getting, I'm definitely getting that orange for the sweet side. And then something in the filler is generating a little bit of sour thing going on. It's a nice little combination. 
maybe a little spiciness. No, this is nice. This is a nice, uh, just slightly under under ten bucks. Uh, very good. Um, there's not a natural Maduro. There's just this hints of sage. And the only way you can get it is go to a TAA-approved store, somebody that's in that organization. So I believe it's about 60 of them. Mr. John is not paying, for the show, paying attention to the show. So that's why he doesn't well, want you listen, to have a laptop. Listen, you... there's two comments on here that are just good. Doc <laughs> says you either kill the zombies or become a zombie. And then Charlie Pateras says uh, it's time to... Um, I don't know if I can even say it. Something up or shut up, and it rhymes with... Yeah. What's at the end of Hazel? Yeah, you, you can't... Uh, Okay. Just struck me as funny. So, okay. All right. All right. Why don't you start your little show wrap up there at the end of the hour and we'll hope for bumper music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we have no show prep going on it's here. It's ridiculous. It's two hours of trying to figure out how to just get it, an iPhone. It's got a the app built in. Use it as a hotspot. And two hours. They did what they could to not help us. Yeah, exactly. They exactly. did their hardest it was they the could possibly do. of customer service. Yeah. By the way, I retold the story about a Valentine's Day when you were late in shopping and you just went that day and tried to get uh, oh, the fruit God. thing and you tried to get flowers. And the flower place you got, I won't say their name because it's bad, but the flower place you got, the owner, is the David Garofalo of... The flower they business. They are very good normally. They are very good, but it was... He's, uh, he's the guy who gets hired at floral conventions. He is known as the floral guru. Hmm. If you need to know something about arranging or, or setting up your whole program, he is the guy. And you went into his store and couldn't buy or get flowers delivered on Valentine's Day. Give me a the break. The answer is yes. No matter what, the answer is yes. It's going to cost you $1,000. Yeah. Could have been, you know what? It's going to cost you an extra $100 because you came in the last minute, you jerk. But yes, we can. But the answer was no. And I just couldn't believe it. Are things that great that the answer is no? Two places in a row. Come on. The, the fruit uh, place that makes the fruit bouquets? Absolutely not. Not even, I couldn't even pick they one They were up. happy to tell them no. Yeah. Come on. And then they they that giddy little smile on their face, you just want to slap off. Well, that's a franchise, and that's the problem with franchises. Mm. But the other one is... A, Speaking is, of is, uh, franchises, I lost a sponsor this week. We can get into that in the next hour, and I gained... I gained a sponsor. I heard. I heard. This is actually a good story. Okay, when we come back, uh, we're going to smoke that other TAA cigar, which I say is one of the best cigars I've ever smoked in my life. Uh, and we'll talk about that. Uh, I got nothing else. So. No, we got, we got a little trivia contest. We're going to oh, give yeah. away cigars. So if you are in the area, please swing by Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh, it's exit one off Route 3. Take a left off the exit. Head down the end of the street. It's where the old Hooters was. Uh, that's the big best landmark i guess and uh it's where two guys smoke shop is right is, is the landmark okay we're going to take a short <laughs> break we come back all that more you are listening to the cigar authority on the united cigar retailers radio network mr jonathan here from the cigar authority Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. 
Delivery is free and is available every day. Mo's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a Mo. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they have been named the best buy in the cigar business. And it's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box breasts? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke True. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band. No fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. 
Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. I gotta see some serious. Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? That's what I'm talking about. Where does that come from? That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. Chuck did that one. Where did that come from? Uh, Seinfeld. Oh, Kramer. Nice. That's really? That's, that's Kramer. Kramer? That's Kramer. Very cool. I don't, and I've seen every Seinfeld episode. I don't know where that came from. Well, that's the, what I'm talking about. Nothing, really. The uh, station's picking us up today. If you want to cut, I can do this. Or do you have something you want to say? I'm just going to just do your thing because I think this needs to be cut and all our attention needs to be on this cigar when we get to it. So you, right. you go right on to it. Can you make a note that says uh, I want to discuss allergies? Allergies. Allergies. Chuck and I had a great conversation off the air that I think uh, our listeners could benefit from. And our listeners are hearing us on not only the CigarAuthority.com, but also WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manch, Vegas, New Hampshire, where I will be tonight teaching and promoting a swing event. Swing it. Swing it, baby. We're also uh, being replayed twice on Sundays, last week's show, for your listening enjoyment across the nation in cigar shops, the finest ones, that is, at www.thecigarstation.com. Again, it's twice on Sundays from 11 to 1, and 11 to 1, and the rest of their programming is phenomenal. If you like good, easy-listening music like what we had down in Florida, that's what they got going on there. Artists like Jade, Tony Bennett, it's awesome. And also... We uh, can be viewed, believe it or not, on a video stream at thecigarauthority.com. There's no reason to do that at all. There's nothing to see here. You can't help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and podcasted for your downloading convenience on demand at thecigarauthority.com and on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. There we go. That was all brought to you, by the way, by Moe's Italian Sandwich Shops in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire, right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. Say hi to my good friend Scott. Ask for the Mr. Jonathan special, and you get a special deal today only. Really? I don't know. I just I actually just made that up, and I know Scott listened, so sorry, Scott. And nothing is better than a what, what is the saying? You can't say, say no, no to a mo. You can't say no to a mo. So okay. We are smoking, about to smoke right now, the Padron number four. No. no. That's Padron the new. Isn't even out yet. That's the new Padron coming. What yeah. are we smoking right now? We are smoking the TAA. Oh, Jesus! Look at you. Don't got it. No nope. good catch. Good thing I had my laptop on. You my don't even laptop. want to crack this. This this one is awesome. This is the Padron in in oh, anniversary. Wow. This is the Padron anniversary. It used to be the anniversario. 
And the reason why it's not Anniversario, many years ago it switched over because Davidoff had the Anniversario or something. So they had to be the anniversary. There's all these legal battles and things that happen anyway. But this is the Padron 1964 anniversary. 1964 is the year they started making cigars. And this special size is called a Toro. I believe it's a five and a half by 52. It's a nice, thick, box-pressed cigar. This is the Maduro version of it. $14 cigar. That's a heavy price tag for a, a short cigar like this, five and a half inches. They call it a Toro, which typically a Toro runs about six inches. This is a little shorter than a, the average size Toro, but a little bit thicker. Gee, what a draw. Wow. As densely packed as it is, right? It's a dense pack cigar. Yeah, it is. And um, fantastic. This is, it doesn't get better than this. I'll tell you right now, this is it. Um, the Anniversario or the Anniversary Series is fantastic to begin with, but for some reason, I'm telling you, this is a little bit better, a little more chocolatey, a little more bold. It's got a, it's got a lot going. Is this the going. chocolate cake cigar? This is. This is the, the first cigar that I smoked that I actually, and, and I, somebody might have done it to me when I... Uh, when I when, when uh, this guy explained to me why he smokes his, these cigars all the time, you were at is, Morton's. We were at Morton's, and he said, "I want you before." This is in the days you could smoke cigars right at the table at Morton's. Oh. Those were the days, my friend. And oh. um, uh, George Antonakis, in case he's listening, I was with George Antonakis, and he said, "This is the cigar we're going to smoke after dessert." We already ordered dessert. You had to order it 30 minutes in advance. This was a chocolate cake with a dense, dense chocolate cake with a raspberry in between the two-layer filling. So he, I'm getting ready to light up, and he says, don't light up yet. I want you to take a little fork of the denseness between the two layers with a little bit of the raspberry in between. Now taste that. And I taste it. He said, now light this cigar up. And there it was. That was the taste. Oh. This was dessert. This tasted just like that. And to that, from that day forward, every time I've lighted up the Maduro version of the 1964 anniversary of Padron, I can taste it. This, all the more. Mm. So I'm going to toast it up. This one's a good one. And uh, the, guy, the guys were all happy when I picked it this morning. And they said, oh, I think we should all smoke these. Go ahead, fire it up. Yeah. We're all stressed out today. Let's uh, <laughs> calm ourselves down and... So while you're lighting, I noticed on the chat box, uh, our good friend Charlie had mentioned that he is going in for nasal surgery, mm. and the doctor has told him uh, that there's no smoking for a month after the surgery. I can understand that. Certainly. So um, what uh, made me think of this, a friend of mine, Holly, uh, owns a company called Advanced Allergy, Allergy Treatment Centers of New England, and... Her and I sat down one time on a business one-to-one -to, -one to find out how we could, we could refer each other, and I didn't—I wasn't a believer in, you know, being able to cure allergies. I thought for the rest of your life you had to take Sudafed to block the histamine that your body produces. And it turns out if you you can actually reverse the process that your body went through to develop the allergy. So we'll use the case of pet dander. At some point in your life, just like when you were a kid, you watch your first scary movie and something bad happens to somebody in the dark, and then for the rest of your life you're afraid of the dark. Well, is there anything bad in the dark? No. Did this happen yesterday, this conversation? I did. With, I think I mentioned it to some, someone yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So anyways, um, thank you for the interruption. 
No, but I, I just thought of something. Go ahead. So in the case of pet dander, at some point in your life, you were around pet dander and something happened in your brain to make your brain associate a trauma with pet dander. There's nothing wrong with pet dander. It's, it's an inert substance like grass. It, it, there's nothing bad about it. You breathe in dust all day long, and in that dust, the majority of it is dander from humans. So there's nothing wrong with it. What has to happen what exactly is, is dander. It's like flakes of skin. Okay. It breaks off. All right. So what what has to happen is it, she has this special machine that, that runs you through this allergy cycle, and it stimulates your endorphin system. So now your brain associates pet dander and grass clippings and all that stuff with something good. Now, that doesn't guarantee for the rest of your life you won't suffer another trauma. You know, you certainly can go in and out of allergies. So an allergy is a psychological problem. It, yes. It really, it, when you break it all down, that's exactly what it is. How, when, when they test somebody for allergies, and I don't have any allergies, I have a lot of problems, but I don't have any allergies, um, don't they do a whole bunch of things and see which one reacts to yep. you? So your body That can actually cause you to be allergic as well, because that's a trauma. So the actual test for allergies can stimulate more allergic reactions, which is good for the allergy medication companies. How about when somebody doesn't know there was a dog around and all of a sudden say, oh, you know, they cough and they got to leave the room or something like that? Yeah, your 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 brain still is associating the trauma with that substance, but so your brain knows it's there and says, I don't like this, and start itching or whatever right. happens. Is this so? Is this factual or this is, is this? Facts. Yeah, this is facts. I know people that have gone through the treatment, and it's like night and day. They were on two, three times a day taking the medication for their. How about peanut allergies? I'm not exactly sure about peanut allergies, yeah. but I think she said it's the same thing. Food allergies. My daughter was in. I don't know if it was like fifth grade or something like that. Nobody could bring peanut butter sandwiches at all. The whole school. That's it. Cause, so stupid. Because one person had trauma that the mother beat him with a peanut butter sandwich or something whatever happened and uh my cousin jen was deathly allergic to peanuts we went to a private school and she had to know because her parents were normal she had to know okay that person has a peanut butter sandwich so i'm gonna stay over here i'm not gonna yeah. go shake hands with that kid i'm not gonna go hug that kid everyone had cooties anyway so she wouldn't want to but and, you know, if she was going to play with that kid's toy, she would politely ask him to wash his hands. And end of story. She had her EpiPen. It all can be managed. You don't need to change the whole world because one kid is broken. You're, bro you. you're broken, kid, so deal with it. I, to, to my knowledge, nobody's allergic to cigars, right? Have you ever heard anybody say I'm allergic to cigars? I have not. My aunt was allergic to the dust that was from the uh, wood stove, but not, so maybe ashes, but not... Uh, because somebody burned her as a kid or something. <laughs> the cigarette butts in the old, the 60s, you that was big in the 60s. You always have to take it so far. But that's probably, <laughs> you know, what ended up happening. You know, somebody got allergic to grass clippings because the father made him cut the grass or whatever. You know, I wonder what the heck it could be. Charlie says, just as well, they belong outside and part of the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let the strong survive. The, the right. peanut guys go in the hole and freaking hide from the peanuts or whatever. Absolutely. So I noticed... Are you allergic to nothing? I'm allergic to nothing. I'm allergic to nothing. Nothing? Nothing. All right, because we're guys. We're guys, guys. Before, Men's men. Before we get into what's in front of you there, I see you got a couple of high-end humidors. I want to talk real quick about uh, my sponsorship. I had 
a deal worked out with the local Domino's Pizza right up the street from where I do the parkour program, and he was the only sponsor in these videos. And I've over a year, I got over 10,000 hits on my videos, releasing about once a month. They're pretty cool videos. Have you seen some of those videos? I have. I the, have. The These kids are kids jumping, they're phenomenal. flipping, doing yeah. the craziest things I ever saw. It's awesome. One guy jumping from building to building. Yeah, it's craziness. So I've, I've got, because through the videos and through some connections with the World Federation of Parkour and Freerunning, I've got a couple of my kids sponsored, and Domino's Pizza, all I'd ask them to do is provide a couple of free pizzas to give away as contest prizes. You know, you win the stick at contest and you get your own pizza or... You know, do it by the slice. Whoever lands a new skill today gets a slice of pizza. And let me tell you, the kids would, would jump off the building and land and say, Domino's Pizza's the greatest and stuff. And I'm like, that was worth it. Holy yeah. God. Worth it. One kid, and this was around here at a castle or something. Yeah. He, from the ground, he runs at the castle like he's going to run through the building. And he throws his foot on the front of the castle, then onto the side. And the next thing, he climbs the castle with his feet. 18 feet vertically. What? Ran and then, up the, then he's feet. up at the top. Then he climbs up on the thing, and he flips around, and he does this most unbelievable thing, like Charlie Chan there, or whatever his name is. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with you. Whatever. It's awesome. So anyway, so I put on Facebook that Domino's is out. Uh, I'm not sure what to do. I was a little distressed because it, the guy said, you know, he couldn't afford to do the two pizzas for the five bucks a week it was costing him. So I not even. I get a call from Chuck, and Chuck says, "What could you do with fifty dollars cash?" And I'm like, "I could make a whole lot of mountains move. I can tell you that right now." Absolutely. So Chuck is in. He's putting up fifty bucks to whoever in the videos makes their mountain move the furthest and i know all the kids i know what their abilities are so i know when someone's dogging it or when they're really pushing themselves and we already have a winner the next video is starting to uh go through production how, how do people see these videos because it's really something to see it has nothing to do with cigars or anything but you, you go want... to my channel on youtube yeah. mr jonathan dj all one word m r j o n a t h a n d j on youtube uh, it's like YouTube forward slash Mr. Jonathan DJ. That's my channel. They're all up there. And you want to see, talk about some really talented athletes. Are they, are they called something? It's their parkour videos. Um, you can What's also, the one with a with guy jumping on the castle? That is um, Mad Skills, the final chapter trailer, I believe. <laughs> Whatever, man. This is <laughs> That's Daniel Arroyo. He was on MTV's Made. He's a, a full sponsorship from the WFPF. He's on the Flow Package, gets all free gear and stuff. They pay him. He also does all of the video editing for the WFPF and was nice enough to come up and teach a clinic and hang with us for a couple of days. And on top of that, went out with, I invited everybody, but only the top guy showed up. And we drove around Lowell and Wyndham and all different spots, and we filmed these guys tearing it up. Oh, my nice. God. No, no safety net, nice. no safety mats. Just some crazy, crazy Climb, stuff. Climbing a castle with his feet. It was the most unbelievable thing. It was almost like it was trickery, but you filmed it yourself. Right. And speaking of that, I even saw an old bald man flipping around doing cartwheels and spinning around on uh, you. I still got it going on. <laughs> 34 years old. I can still rip around the high bar. It's pretty good to be able to freaking, I got to give you credit. My, my God, I have to call the ambulance. Look at just you, Chuck, huh? I'm going to test See, that. See, you're not, you're not paying attention gonna, to the show. I'm going to test that link. You're not paying attention to the I'm show. I'm paying attention. I'm making sure. Nice. Chuck. Chuck, Chuck put the link on like he's on the fly. He's got it going on. So he's got, everybody's got the mountains moving here. I got nothing going on. I'm just. 
loving the cigar though. Do you taste a little the little raspberry in between oh. the chocolate? Dense chocolate cake. As as like if it. you took a bite out of the little raspberry seed, that little squirt of raspberry flavor, the, the essence of the raspberry chocolate is right in there. Chocolate with, with raspberry, delicious. And there's no calories in this, folks. <laughs> no calories. Which works out great for your diet. That's it. How are you doing, by the way? About 19. I'm, I'm, wow. look, I'm looking for the 20. It's not happening. It's Now it's like a pound a week type of thing. But it's awesome. started off that's 50. Good. That's 50 pounds a year. Yeah. That's impressive. I know. Everybody tells me I want to do it slow. I don't. I want to do it as fast as I can, but it's, it's coming slow. It's coming. I'm okay. You'll have to order new shirts before you know it. Yeah. That'll be crazy. He's uh, looking into getting the uh, punch tool for his belt. I saw the commercial for that. But he wants to uh, he wants to go into the place that sells it and have them announce it on the loudspeaker. That I need it. Yeah. Wonder where it is. It's right here, sir. Can you announce and make sure where it is? Or you got to celebrate your victories, yeah. man. Well, it also will get them back for the times that they say. Uh, Do we have any quadruple axes? Because they're on the rack. Can right. you please get the forklift and bring them out? I'm sorry, sir. It's in the in the uh, what did they used to call that department? I used to go into. Big and tall. No. Short and round. When I was a little fat, little fat kid, <laughs> Huffy, Husky, Husky, yeah. Husky oh, it's in the Husky department, and I put my head down and walk over, and they'd like three choices, and that's all you have in a whole department store. Which one do you want? The black, the black one, or the black one? I'll, I'll take the black one, I guess. <laughs> uh, so this is the Padron 64 anniversary TAA version, the Toro. Um, there's a new Padron anniversary anniversary coming out called the number four. The number four typically in uh, Cuban cigars and things like that is a Corona, but this number four by Padron is a 6 by 60 box pressed. Haven't seen it, haven't tasted it yet. Because it's Padron, it's got to be bigger and better. I bet it is. Uh, typically also uh, a 6 by 60 ends up uh, mellowing a cigar out a bit because there's lots more fillers. We'll see w- what they do to change that, but uh, I can't wait to try that cigar, even though that's not my uh, favorite size type of thing. Right. But uh, it'll be interesting. Six by six is a popular, so they're coming out with it. Uh, and there's a, a real high-end-looking Padron ashtray that they sent me some paperwork on. Uh, Beautiful-looking, and said, you know, this is coming out. Call for prices. That's the scary part. Yeah. I did not call for the price because it's got to be very, very high. Just put it on the credit card and pay for it later. I guess. You know I'll end up doing it. But uh, you've been asking... You've been asking, you've been asking. So finally, we're going to do it. We're going to talk a little about humidors, a little bit. The, the reason really is, Chuck, uh, someone like yourself, just kind of getting started off in the cigar world, I, I myself turn a lot of beginners on. Anytime an 18-year-old kid comes in celebrating his birthday, having his first cigar, I give him the Cigar Authority card and say, listen, not only do we talk about the different cigars, but we've got a little, uh, like the Cigar Channel does, we'll call it Cigar College where we teach you how to cut and light the proper way. And right now we're going to teach you about humidors. Okay. The first one I'm looking at is Craftsman's Bench. Okay. So this is kind of a a lower-end humidor that's in the $60 range, I think. And um, first thing, uh, $89. This is the uh, Saxton. The... uh, Yep, it's called a Saxton, and they, it comes with this piece of paper, but this is uh, directions, and as most guys do, you just throw this away, don't pay any attention to that, uh, and uh, I'll show you how to do it here. And little humidifier that comes with, with it, and a hygrometer. Hygrometer is the thing that tells you how much humidity. Humidifier is the thing that adds the humidity inside. So what is a humidor? Let's look inside the humidor, and it comes with this little uh, 
what would you call this thing? A little eyedropper? Eyedropper thing to put the water into the humidifier. But here is a box. It's not a cigar box. It's a humidor. And here's what the difference is between, a, you know, people will come in the store and say, well, can I just use a cigar box? That'll keep the cigars fresh. The answer is no, it will not keep a cigar fresh because it's porous completely and it doesn't airtight seal and... Uh, which is not going to work like a, like a humidor would. But typically what a, what a humidor is is a box within a box. So you look inside this and you see another box built inside this box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The inside box, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. We have a veneer on the outside and whatever kind of wood is that. And it's, all, it's all just for aesthetics, the look of the humidor. It doesn't make it work any better than it would. Now, what's hap- than it would normally. Inside is, is the other box. Now, this box is raised a little inside so that it goes in, so when you shut it down, um, it closes inside the lid. So you have this upper part here that's uh, Spanish cedar um, and the inside box of it. So you close it, it's, it's encapsulated inside the cedar box. Inside here also is a little separator. This is Spanish cedar also. And this is in case you wanted to separate your naturals from your Maduros, your different brands or things like or that. If you or, had one cigar that was really powerful and another one that was a, like on the weaker side, you wouldn't want the two flavors bleeding to each other. Would that it, help separate them? Maybe a teeny bit, but it's going to happen. The best way to really store your cigar so that doesn't happen and they, they stop marrying with each other, which is what happens, is to keep them in their own box and humidify the whole box, which would cause you'd have a big humidor but these are these are tabletop humidors that most people have desktop humidors they call them and they were invented by Zeno Davidoff years ago he was the first person to make a humidor now in this um, little separator there's a little foam on each side so that uh, you're able to move it around within there okay so we're going to look at the humidifier the humidifier on this particular case little 3m tape that's provided on it, and what, they, what they're asking you to do is a furry side of Velcro and a uh, plastic side. I typically put the plastic side on the humidifier itself, but before we do that, before we add it to that, I'm going to put the furry side on the humidifier. Do me a favor. I got no fingernails. There you go. I was all nervous this morning when this wasn't Biting working. And all off. So we, we'll put the furry pot... On the humidifier, it's uh, on the humidifier, and the other side, which is the plastic side of it, on the on the on the velcro. On the velcro. You, to, you already got that off. Yep. You're good. Um, and I have that ready. The same thing on the hygrometer. This is an analog hygrometer, meaning not digital. An- analog. It's a it's a spin. It's is there a, a G y- in the word? Is it hygrometer or hydrometer? Hygrometer with a G. You sure? Yeah, hygrometer. Because it adds hydration. The root word, hydra, would tell me that hygrometer. It would be hydrometer, or hydrometer. The meter to depict. I don't know. Detect how much hydration. A lot of D's going on He's there. getting scientifical. Okay, scientifical. Um, and you had asked me earlier um, when you're starting up, and before I add the... Um, my big concern, and I hear it a lot, uh, it's not just my concern, it's a lot of people's concern, is what about when you first get the humidor, the humidity from the cigars battling the humidity in the actual humidor itself. Is there some sort of seasoning process that you should go through so that that doesn't happen? Yep. 
So I'll show you that, too. But the first thing before we do that seasoning thing is we're going to add this furry pot on the lid of the humidor. Okay, so we're going to put that on first so it has a good tight bond to it because if you add any moisture to this, it's never going to seal well. It's never going to stay on there good for you forever. You're going to have a problem with it forever. And we're going to do the same exact thing with the analog hygrometer. G hygrometer. I don't think so. Hygrometer. <sighs> Fine. I'll Google it. <laughs> he's got the computer with him, so he's going to take every. So they're on there now. They're on there, and they're on there good. So H Y D R O. M-E-T-E-R, hydrometer. Okay. You didn't, you didn't take off the little, uh, there's a little hole in the middle of the uh, Velcro on the hydrometer. Yes. Okay. There's a little hole in it. Do you know why that hole is there? That hole is there because in the middle of that is a little um, screw hole, right? Yeah. That's so you can adjust this because it's going to be important to be able to adjust this later because they don't work very well. They never work very well. And the thing to do is to upgrade this as soon as you can something, to a digital. Something digital. Yeah, that's the way to go. But they come with these cheap little analog hydrometers. Do you know how they work? I had to build one in uh, the sixth grade. No, how do they work? There's a little filament in there, a lot like a uh, actually a human hair works really well to do it. Uh, because there's a certain amount of stretch that's allowed when there's hydration. So something will expand and contract as it absorbs or loses moisture. And that can be measured accurately. So assuming that the, the mechanism is running free and clear, it's got a little spring. It's a spring. There's no hair. No, well, it, it's, it's not a metal spring because metal isn't affected by moisture. It's something that is porous and affected by moisture. So it's hair-like. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've taken them apart before. I've never seen anything like that in them. You probably broke it. Okay. I probably have. So now that, that it's attached, now you can season this humidor. And by seasoning it, what you're doing is getting a, a wet cloth, not soaking wet, but damp. damp. And in the inside part of it, you wet down the exposed wood, and you'll see it sucks it right, and it's absorbing it, and you wet it all around, and maybe wait 10 minutes, and you wet it again. You don't want puddles in it. You just want to dampen the wood, because you're going to add so many times to this uh, humidifier that it will just keep sucking in the wood and not sucking, not letting the moisture in the cigar, which is what you're trying to do. So you moisten the wood for your first time out, and you're all set. So... Box within a box, you have water in the humidifier, and you're going to look for around 65 to 72% humidity. People always say 70-70 is the ideal thing. It's just a round number for you to end up saying it. 65 is beautiful. Uh, the more humidity you add, you get over 72. You'll see the cigar goes out on you all the time. It's just too moist. The cigar will also uh, fill up with humidity and actually crack. People look at a, a cigar that's over-humidified, and it's got a crack, and it's split, and they go, it dried out. It looks just the opposite. Right. The moisture filled it up, and it cracked, and that's why it ended up doing it. A under-humidified under cigar will actually wrinkle because it'll actually 
the humidity is like out a, and like it shrinks. a raisin. The right. humidity is leaving a grape and becomes perfect, a raisin. Perfect example. So there it is. It's, it's all set up. You have to make sure you add water to that. They're giving you this little little eyedropper thing to put the water in. Inside this humidifier is little green florist foam. So when you when you buy your wife roses or something, they, they stick the roses in that yeah. florist foam. The florist foam absorbs so much water. I think it's like 10 times its weight in water. It can hold a lot. That's what they've been using for years and years, and it works. If you add a provolene glycol solution added to this also to the water or a 50-50 mix, which a lot of stores sell the bottle already pre-mixed up, and you add that also, the pores on provolene glycol close until it needs the moisture at about 65 to 70%. The pores open up and moisture can come out, and then it shuts itself off. It's used for de-icing airplanes and things like that. There's no taste to it. It's in lots and lots of um, foods and additives. I have, to, I have to admit that I was wrong. Okay. It's hygrometer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but just disrupt the, disrupt the show at any time and, and throw your thoughts on it. But we don't have much to talk about anyway, so we might as well, well do Thank that. Thank you, Mike Avey, for texting me and listening so intently for when things go wrong. When things go wrong with Mr. Jonathan. We could have a whole segment on it and just play old things that he says, i got to admit I was wrong. And it, it would be a whole show. It's only happened twice. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> So what's wrong with that humidor for $89? Nothing. Per perfect. It works. And we have a $4,000 Davidoff over there. Now, there is a difference between Davidoff and other humidors, though. It is the only one that doesn't use Spanish cedar. Inside there is this lining because Zeno Davidoff never wanted the taste of Spanish cedar to go into his cigars. Because want, cigars are sponges for flavor. Right. Most companies like Spanish cedar. They age their cigars in Spanish cedar rooms, and they want to keep that going, and that would be the idea to do it. So your Davidoff humidor would not have that. Now, this one is, uh, I don't know what version of it. It's just a bigger version, and it's a bigger humidifier. It still has the analog hygrometer, which, uh, again, not very accurate. Uh, it's got trays inside of it. It's got a lock and key device that's put onto it. Bells and whistles. It's like buying the the car with the with the uh, Bluetooth and yeah. the satellite radio. Yeah. So that that would be the difference there. But they're all going to do the same thing. You're looking for a good seal. Now, how do you see if a, if a uh, humidor has a nice seal to it to begin with? You get a dollar bill and you put it in. You close the lid on it, and it should see that. It's tugging. It's, if the thing just slid right out, it's not a good seal. So that thing is sealing really good. You do it around all the four edges of it. You see that it's tugging hard, and it's a good seal. Very nice. Hmm. Now, what about the kind of water? Should it be distilled water? Does it Could it be tap water? Well, that, Does it matter? That green foam that's in there, and, and there's other things, other choices that are on there, but that green foam in there, after a while, the minerals in regular tap water will end up clogging all the holes inside there. And after a while, you'll try to add water to it, and it'll just roll off it. Right. And it won't work anymore. So you'll have to buy another one. Or you use distilled water, and distilled water doesn't have those impurities inside, so it's going to last you a lot, lot longer. The water's the water. It's the moisture. It's not going to matter on that end. It's going to be the life of how much longer you're going to have of that humidifier itself. Is that dampening just a one-time thing? No, you should do it. If, if you're using that provolene glycol solution, if you get in the habit of doing it every Sunday or whatever, you make, you make a point to always do it. You Did can you never over seasoning? seasoning the inside of the humidor or just adding solution? Just dampening. 
Just adding water to the humidifier. Yeah, like with the cloth, like you said. The oh, no, yeah, just yeah, you only need down. to, assuming you're adding water all the time, you only need to do it once. Now, say you ended up doing it, and you're a guy that just smokes in the summertime, and you ended all your cigars out, and you left your humidor alone, you have one in the garage you haven't used in years or whatever, you go through the whole process again because it's all dried out in the inside, and you start it up. But it's not necessary that it has to be seasoned. If you don't, you're going to add water to that humidifier probably every day for a month. Mm. To, to accomplish what you can accomplish in two minutes. Now, there's other there's other devices. You can get the crystal pucks. Yep. Those crystal, work good. Crystal pucks are better. Um, the, the diamond crown, which actually has a reservoir built inside of it, so you add the distilled water into there, and it just keeps pulling it as needed, and you can see the little uh, amount that's left in it. You just keep going and going, and that's a, a good way to go. Uh, you'll probably get, you know, two months out of each time you fill it. So if you're like me, I very rarely check the humidity. I... Cigars go in the humidor and humidor, and I don't even I don't even open it half the time. Yeah, then you should have something like that that you that, you know it, it should be checked. You know, it, it's like anything else. I mean, if there's no water inside, it, it's drying out and it's uh, you know that's it. But uh, you, you have to make sure you add the water. You have to uh, somewhat be on top of it, unless you go into something with a reservoir that's going to last longer. There's also some um, electric ones that have uh, a, a, a um, plug that comes out of it. It's like a tape plug that's very thin and can close in the back of it, and that's more expensive. With the pucks and those types of uh, crystal systems, should you only use propylene glycol, or does water work with those as well? Everything will work. Um, you, you don't need to do the propylene glycol. The propylene glycol will be if you're if you're using regular water, you can overhumidify, which is going to crack the cigar, right. and you have you put you just, some people freak out. They start adding more humidity. Uh, humidors inside they you know buy different things and add this to it and add that to it and then bring the cigars in and they're soaking wet and they say my cigars keep drying out look at they're all cracked and they're they're soggy i mean they're, they're so over humidified people freak out you go with the provolene glycol solution and stuff and you take that thought out of there you're never going to over humidify you can't over under humidify by not having water in the in the humidor to begin with so that's the way to go anyway. It's like 10 bucks for a bottle. It's going to last you three years. You know, it's, there's an awful lot in a, in a sure. bottle of the and, and you see they're giving you a little eyedropper that's going to add water to it. If you put dried-out cigars to begin with in your humidor, they're going to pull moisture out of the fresh cigars. They, they're going to pull humi uh, humidity wherever it can. So you may want to put those in a plastic bag or... And, and start it up some other way. Use now, a pouch maybe in the bag and let those... Yeah, up. or just buy fresh cigars to begin with. You know, that's the, that's the key to to do it. You buy safe cigars in the first place. Uh, there's another thing of uh, if you buy cigars that were overheated. It, we mentioned 70 percent humidity. 70 70 is the perfect thing. Uh, we're in the winter time here in New England, so it's not a big factor. But when the summertime kicks in, the biggest worst thing that could happen is because you could have a dried out cigar and you could add humidity and the cigars a sponge it comes back you saw tobacco leaves they dry them out they yeah. bring them back they dry them out they bring them back uh it's done many many times and it's okay but when a cigar gets to a certain temperature it gets too hot it gets over 75 degrees or something in a, in any leaf vegetable anything too much heat all of a sudden there's microscopic organisms on everything there's little eggs, and those eggs will hatch, and then that beetle comes out, and the beetle starts eating, and it's unbelievable how much it eats. It eats holes through the tobacco. It eats tobacco. 
and too much heat will do it. So the, the biggest thing is when the summertime comes is the room that your humidor is in should be about 70 degrees, 75 degrees. Anything over that, you've got big troubles. So if you're somebody that normally doesn't air condition your house when you go to work, say, and then your air condition is shut off, your humidor should be down the basement or someplace where it's cooler anyway. That's where mine is. You know, and that goes for wine. It's the same way, you know, you just don't want to overheat it. It's ruined. And the cigars will get ruined. And at that point, you know, we can do a whole show on what do you do at that point and how, how do you do it. It's a, it's a whole nother whole thing. But uh, about 65 um, humidity is ideal for me. That's where I want my cigars to be so they don't continue to go out. 72 for me is is too moist. The cigar, because I talk so much anyway, the cigar continues to go shut out. itself off. Um, 65 is awesome. Um, and um, the cooler the better, um, you know, down to 60. You go into our humidors, our giant humidors, we have lots and lots of boxes of cigars at each store. You'll notice how cool it is in there. That's air-conditioned year-round. Even when it's winter time, we're air conditioned to keep it, you know, in the 60s. Yeah. You know, maybe even a little lower than that. If it gets into the high 50s or something, we're good for long-term storage. So that's the way we go. We never want to have the Beatles come ever because it could. Beatles in one box would wipe out oh, a yeah. million dollars worth of inventory, just like that. And it's amazing how fast it ends up happening. So cool humidors. You walk into your local brick-and-mortar store, and you notice in the summertime the humidor is very, very hot. It's not where you want to buy your cigars. And it's not where you want to add those cigars into your box with your rare cigars that you may be saving for that special day. It's going to be history. You don't even want to put them in there. So the cigars got to be in good good um, moisture and good temperature to, to be able to go into your humidor in the first place. And uh, other than that, you're buying a piece of furniture. I mean, the $4,000 Davidoff humidor, besides the point that it's not Spanacita lined, it's with something else. It is hand-rubbed, and it's uh, a work of art. It's something you're going to hand down from generation to generation. It's beautiful. But it doesn't work any better than this $89 one I showed you. Hmm. You know, and it's like a chair, a folding chair. You can sit in it, and it works. And then you get this beautiful leather chair that costs thousands of dollars. That works, too. It doesn't work any better. It's nicer to look at. It's maybe more comfortable. What about when you're storing your cigars, leaving them in the cellophane versus taking them out of the cellophane? Uh, you know, it's, it, it, as a retailer, I want my cigars in cellophane because of the damage fact that it ends up happening. Uh, although putting in in my personal humidor, I like to take the cellophane off, especially if it's a box of the same cigar. Remember, they're going to marry in. If I got a, my whole humidor upstairs in the office, yep. there's all one particular brand in there right now, all with cellophane off them. Yep. Aren't they nice? I mean, you had oh, one yeah. the other day. They're, they're um, Winston Churchill cigars, so I happen to have my humidor filled with a couple boxes of Winston Churchills, and they've been sitting in there and Getting loving all it. happy. Yeah. <laughs> They're fantastic. And then you'll go to that two months later, and that cigar has improved. I mean, it almost came alive again. It's, it, it smells and, and tastes like it did when it was in the Dominican Republic. Cool. What about um, tube cigars? Do you take a little cap off the yep, tube? You should. Uh, you should. And again, uh, for myself, I'm not the most gentle person when I'm moving around my humidor, so uh, it's not uncommon for me to leave the cellophane on. Uh, and someone just mentioned they do the same thing and just cut the folded portion That's off. That's all. You, so you that want to get the moisture in there. The humidity is going in and out, but I still... Even that cellophane, it, it's porous. You know, it's not a way to keep a cigar fresh by any means. It's, uh, it's for damage purposes only. Sure. That's why it's there. So we're running out of time. 
Got to remind you, everybody, if you want to come to the March Madness sale, it's this Friday, March 2nd, at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. There's my uh, shameless plug. Uh, it's going to be a great, great thing. If you if you want to stock up, that's the time. It's uh, it's springtime. It's time to it's cigar smoking season begins, and it all happens this Friday, March 2nd, at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Next week, we are live at the Cigar Bar in Worcester at the New England Herf. And there'll be 150 to 180 people there, and we should have a great time. And hopefully, uh, no uh, problems with our computer or yeah, power doesn't power. go out. Hey, it makes for interesting and lots of events coming up and stuff. And we'll tell you all those things uh, next week. We've got a, a lot of things, including uh, Avo's birthday party. All it almost sounds like you're wrapping up the whole show right now. We still got 20 minutes. No, he told me two minutes. Two minutes to the break. Yeah, we haven't broke yet. Oh, I thought this was over. Oh, no, we still got time, right. baby. Oh. I'm all right. <laughs> we got a whole nother segment. Yeah. Good. You were wrong, it's too. It's a quick one, though. Yeah, it'll have to. All right. I get to tell you all the events coming up and everything, so we still got time. It's good stuff. The show's going by slow this week. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll fill in with some kind of crap that we got anyway. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. 
This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. About 20 years ago, on a train bound for nowhere, I met yeah. with the gambler. We were both too Johnny, sleep. Johnny so Cash. I didn't know we did this song. Through the window at the darkness. I'm going to have to go find this on iTunes right now. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You've got the laptop going on the whole show, not paying attention to what's going on. I'm carrying this thing. Listen, I have to say, as usual, as, as a nice pat on the back for you live on the air, you just hit a home run with that humidor segment, my man. No, I got you, nothing. I got you've nothing. You've been here. on fire lately. The Oscars. 
this week. Can we please skip the Oscars and just go right to Let's trivia? Skip the, well, the Oscars are stupid. It's an all-guy show. No one cares. And I don't know one of the movies for the best yeah. movie. I don't know one of them. Yeah, I was looking at the list. I saw Help, which was the Beatles' Help, and I'm sure it's a whole different one. I'm sure. So, uh, okay, let's do some trivia. I have uh, some cigars here. I have um, Hoya de Nicaragua, Doc Antonio, the uh, Double Forte, the strong ones. These are box-pressed. They're nice cigars. And we have a little studio audience here. So uh, so you guys pay attention because right answers equals no cell phones. Cell phones are down. There's no cheating over here at all. Uh, I want to know, and there's, there's two answers to this. We'll take either one. The youngest person to ever receive an Oscar. And there's two answers to this. How can it be? They're different ages. One was five, one was ten, but one was an honorary degree, and the other one was for uh, Best Supporting Actress. The youngest person to ever win an Oscar. And they're both girls. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. Who said it first? I think both of them. Look at you, huh? Okay, Chuck, you, you be the guy to run him out. <laughs> okay, Shirley Temple was one. Any idea what the other one was? Shirley Temple was five years old. The other one was Tatum O'Neill for uh, Paper Moon. There's only a Paper Moon. Do you know that? There's only a Paper Moon. I know there's a Frank Sinatra song, Paper Moon or something like that. No, but that's doing it anyway. No? Who's the oldest? The oldest one. I thought we weren't doing Oscars. Elizabeth Taylor. That would be wrong. Eh. Nothing. Nice. Yes. Thank you. That was loud. This was in 1976. 1976 Best Supporting Actor. So it's a man. And that's all the, the hints I can give. And uh, that's it. Nobody wins it. Uh, he won it at the age of 80 years old. Will Chamberlain. For the Sunshine Boys. Cigar Smoker. Clint Eastwood. No. Old guy, nothing. George, George Burns. Burns. George Burns. Of course it's George Burns. Um, the oldest actor, best actor. Um, so he wins at 80 years old. Then I got the, the oldest actor to win an Oscar. So this other guy is the oldest Oscar winner for Best Supporting Actor. This is for the best actor, and nobody said this either. What was it? No, I didn't hear that. It's Henry Ford for On Golden Pond that was filmed right up here in New Hampshire. Yeah, great movie. I've I never saw one. it. It's awesome. Yeah? That's he's, right where Dwayne lives, you know. He's got his really? cottage up there right on Golden Pond, wherever that was filmed. That's what he looks at. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, three movies that won the most Oscars. Most Oscars ever. Three movies. Free cigar for anybody who can guess one of the three. The Godfather is wrong. Avatar is wrong. Ben Hur. That's one. Wow. You're not selling cigars to that guy for a while. Ben Hur was one. Titanic was another. And Lord of the Rings is third. Second place went to West Side Story. Um, these other questions. Um, the actor with the most total Oscars. The actor with the most total Oscars. Another cigar smoker. Clint Eastwood is wrong. Well, he is a cigar smoker. He won twice. Uh, Twelve times he was nominated. He won three times, twice as best actor, once for best supporting actor. That's all the information I have. And the answer is Jack Nicholson. 
Jack Nicholson's great. There's a guy that has been a great actor for six, uh, 60 years. Wow. It's going right? to go on. 60 years he's been. Um, and um, the, the woman with the most Oscars, she won. Uh, Let me get this straight. Yeah. We're not doing the Oscars. No. Yet every question has to do with the Oscars. What part of we're not doing the Oscars was... No, you said we're not doing the Oscars. I paid no attention to you, and we moved on. <laughs> I know you said it. You said it a few times. Even yesterday when we did the prep, we said... Who you know holds what? the record for the most Oscar nominations? Meryl Streep. Interesting. Followed by Katherine Hepburn. Individual who was awarded the most total Oscars... Um, an individual over his lifetime who received the most Oscars, who still gets Oscars even though he's not even alive. I don't know if that's even a good question. None of them are good questions. It's Walt Disney. Um, had 64 total Oscar nominations. That's it. Who's going to win the Oscar for Best Picture this year? No one knows because no one cares no one knows about what they the are. Oscars. Some people care. You, you picked up the Oscar paper again. Because it's but you had, like good questions. Who's going to be the uh, announcer at the Oscars? That's right, Billy Crystal. Do you care about that? I like Billy Crystal. He's a guy smoker. He's a good guy. Did Funny. Funny. Might be a good show. I'm not going to watch it, but other people are going to watch it. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. We can't throw the cigar to where you are. But yeah. you got the answer right. <laughs> Which one did he guess? He got the Meryl Streep one. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, things that are coming up. We already said March Madness is Friday. Next Saturday, the Cigar Bar Worcester will broadcast live from um, the Cigar Authority Anniversary Show. We're going we're gonna to do it somewhere, and we're going to give lots of cigars away. Everybody should go, but I don't know where it's going to be. But it's March 24th, the Cigar Authority second anniversary. Two years. It's awesome. The only person to make it through the whole two years? You. That's right. He called in sick one day, though. I don't know if even he counts. Just saying. It was an awful show, too. No, it was actually pretty good, but you were stressed out. It was tough. Oh, my tough. God, was I stressed it out. It was tough. Five minutes in, I ran out of stuff to talk about. Uh, who do we got coming up? We have um, Dion Giolito from Illusion Cigars is going to be with us March 31st, live in studio. The best one's next week. We're going to be at the Cigar Bar Worcester. Uh, we got Avo's 86th anniversary party, March 11th at Salvatore's and Lawrence. Tickets will go on sale later this week. We'll get the information on that. We're going to have Jack Williams on. Yeah, we got a father and son dinner with Nick and Nicholas Perdomo on Saturday, June 16th. They'll be with us. And uh, Chuck it, Berry. Everything is confirmed for two guys' 27th anniversary. It's Thursday, September 27th. Tickets will go on sale May 5th, Saturday, May 5th. We'll do a show and tell you all about that as we get details coming up. And that's it. So next week, we are broadcasting from the Cigar Bar in Worcester. Uh, if you want tickets to go to that, please call them, the Cigar Bar in Worcester. we got great new cigars to smoke on the show. We're going to talk to all the herfers and see what's going on there. So thanks, everybody, for listening in. Sorry for all the mechanical problems, but we got through it. It's over. It's over, baby. We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, baby.